I'm Deidre. And I'm Chelsea. And we're giving you A Million Murders. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are here. I don't know why I'm not leading this. <laughs> this is supposed to be my episode. I'm just sitting here. Okay. Yeah, so we are back. And I am, it's going to be a Reddit month, like we said. I think we said that in the last episode. But I'm also doing Reddits. Um, and mine are close calls. Mm. Yes. So we haven't had a close call in a while, have we? Mm-mm. And I think whenever, whenever <laughs> I did it, I don't know what that is. Is that? I have no clue. Like I, I'm not even going to put a <laughs> a name to what that was because I have no clue what happened. Um. And I don't know. One time it was like celebrity close calls, and then oh. the other time it was just you know just everyday people like us, and that's what these will be. Ordinary people. We don't know. Okay, so we don't own the rights. And (laughs) also, um, we are going to take a hiatus. We're going to take a break. Mm -hmm. Um, It will be the month of March. So, you know, now that we're bi-weekly, you know, it's it's two episodes. And we will miss you all. But we're going to take a break. So you'll get these. And this will be your last one until, I think, the 5th of April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is when it'll so. come out it'll be that first friday in april so we will be back then mm-hmm. um it'll probably still be bi-weekly for now but that's when we'll be back we just need some yeah. time to take just a little break and get ready because we do you know we have talked about going back to weekly at some mm-hmm. point we've just got to get ourselves to the point where we're ready to do that so, yeah you know it is what it is i'll say it like i said it before life be life and yep exactly so um, that's what we're gonna do okay so i'm gonna jump on in okay so the first episode the first episode the first story <laughs> you did what i did i did that remember gosh yes oh my gosh okay so the first story is from rodrigo underscore i and it says college buddy and I had just completed a big project and went out for late night milkshakes to celebrate i just feel like this is steak and shake I feel like they went to a steak and shake. I don't know why, but I'm picturing that. I love steak and shake. Yes. So on the way back, he stopped for gas near campus. Three kids, maybe 13, 15, or 16, and a 17 or 18-year-old. So I guess a 13-year-old, a 15 or 16-year-old, and then a 17 or 18-year-old. So it's the three kids, but one of them is between... Why did they skip 14? Yeah, no, like a 15, like they're around 15 or 16. The other one's around 17 or 18. And the other one looks like he's 13 or whatever. But they are there with a gas can asking for a ride back to their car. For some unknown reason, my friend, who was normally pretty curmudgeonly, so like he's not fooling with anybody, mm-hmm. you know, normally, but this time he offered them a ride. And said, we go several blocks to a sketchy part of town when they tell us to pull over behind a car parked alongside the road. As we do, the youngest kid opens the back passenger door and books it. The middle kid starts splashing gasoline on us. Oh? Yeah. 
and the oldest gets out via the back driver's side door and leans into the front. Shut up. Trying to grab to get the key. He's trying to grab the keys and demanding our wallets or they'll set us on fire. Like what? (laughs) Okay. These are children. I thought you was going to say they they got the lighter, flicked it and threw it. I said, oh, no, they survived. Yeah. No, no, no. But these Uh -uh. are children. These are children. Like, Uh -uh. I just can't. So, um, he said, I go for the eyes of the guy leaning in. He pulls back and we skedaddle out my side, soaked in gasoline. The middle kid runs after me and I just push him and we start running. He said, I lose my flip flops and I'm running barefoot. We jump a fence and find a bougainvillea. I don't know. Bougainvillea bush. I just realized I don't know how to say that. Bougain. Bougainvillea. They jump in. A, they find a bush and they jump in it. Okay. <laughs> and finally make it back to the gas station and call the cops. Within one minute, we have what I later learn is every patrol car in town pull up. They take us back to find the car, which is abandoned with gasoline pooling on the floorboards. So like they ran off. Mm-hmm. We have it towed and go back to file a report and look through mug shots. The police question us for what seems like a long time. And finally, as we're leaving, one of them apologizes for the third degree and tells us, based on the location, they initially thought it might be a drug deal gone bad. So, oh. so like, they didn't even believe that they were, like, right. attacked at first. They were wow. like, okay, well, but what were you even doing here? And so they, like, were trying to find out if they were doing something that they shouldn't have been, and that's why they were there. Which, like, just li- just listen to people. But anyway... So finally get back home, throw away my clothes, and as I'm showering and trying to get the gasoline smell off of me, I notice blood running down the drain. Mm-mm. Yep. Discovering in my hasty barefoot retreat, I stepped on a dime-sized piece of glass that was still embedded in my foot. Ooh. Yeah. Not a great night, although it has gotten me out of jury duty a couple of times. Mm. So I don't know how that did, but you know. Good for him, I guess. Yeah. Getting the jury duty. But luckily, they made it out alive. These children were about to set them ablaze. What? That's crazy. Yeah. So, obviously, that's a close call because, I mean, you literally had yeah. gas. I mean, that's huge. Okay. So, the next one, this one's probably going to be a trigger warning for, like, pedophilia. But it's not. Nothing's going to happen. But it is creepy because, and it is in a pedophilic Mm-hmm. type of situation okay so just be prepared for that and this comes from cat girl 3614 when i was maybe 10 or so years old my family took a trip up the west coast of the united states we stopped at a familiar thrift store we would always visit each time we'd go visiting the area my mom and dad usually don't mind me going off in stores as long as i stayed a few hours away at some point in the store i started to realize a man was following me around I didn't think much of it, but kept my guard up just in case. She said I was taught stranger danger very Mm -hmm. early on. So like, yes, come on, helicopter parents. We needed you. I got to the toy section and was playing with a few random toys when the man started asking me questions randomly. You have pretty hair. Do you brush it yourself? You like to play with toys? Which do you prefer? Mm -mm. What's your favorite color? 
At this point, I'm getting scared because he was closing the gap between us and I was stuck down an aisle that only had one way out. (gasps) No. Yeah, like she cornered herself. So he began coming closer to me, a creepy look on his face. And as he reached out to try to touch me, I screamed bloody murder. Everyone in the store ran over to see what was going on. The man freaked out, grabbed me and tried to run. I'm screaming for my parents who came running a few seconds later and my dad punched the guy. Like, come through, dad. He Mm -hmm. said, not my child. Punched the guy, grabbed me, and when the guy let go of me, when he was punched, um, oh, grabbed me when the guy let go of her when her Mm -hmm. dad punched him. So, like, punched the guy. When he let go, dad grabbed her. And we went to the front of the store to call the police. And she said, back when cell phones didn't exist. So, she's like... A little bit older than us. Um, police arrived and my parents told them what happened, but I guess the guy bolted out the back door because he was gone. I don't remember all the details of how he escaped. And a few years later, I was watching the news and saw a familiar face. And my mom started freaking out and told me and my dad that the guy on the TV, he was booked for kidnapping, raping and murdering young children. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it was him. It was the guy who tried to take her. Mm-mm. yeah so that is that story i mean it was just a different time back then like you were like i would run off in the store all the time and i would like go hide in like the clothes racks and my parents would like they would get alarmed you know but like it wasn't they weren't terrified that something happened to me they're just like she doesn't need to do that yeah and they would call me over the intercom to come to the front and then i'd come to the front and I was like, okay. And if I'd get lost, I'd ask people for if they'd seen my parents and then describe every African-American person <laughs> in America. <laughs> it's like they have, like, just about, I was like, they have brown eyes and da-da-da. And I was, it was just silly. But, like, that could have happened to any of us, you know? Oh, it's yeah. just, oof. so. Yeah. The next story is by IRL underscore Daria. And so the way that she words this, I'm changing it a little bit because it's, she's talking about someone that has that, I don't know, I don't know if they have a mental illness. It sounds like they do, but like she calls them a psycho. So I'm Mm. going to change that to, you know, something like psychopath or, you know, so it's not so like he's a psycho because we don't really know if he's a psychopath or not. So my neighbor growing up, was potentially a psychopath. He was always talking about violence and miming shooting people with guns. There were a lot of kids in the neighborhood, and we all just sort of hung out together, despite not really liking each other much. Better than alone, right? Uh-uh. So, like, she just has these friends that, like, she has no other choice to have, because if not, she's gonna, like, not have anybody to play with. But nobody really <laughs> likes each other. Oh, They're just like... Well, I mean, it's fun while, you know, for a little bit anyway. And she says, anyway, a group of us were at this kid's house one afternoon and his parents had a garage full of tools that we were somehow allowed to just walk around in. It was full of sharp, rusty crap everywhere. In the middle of a game of tag, I stepped on and snapped a stick that was laying in the yard. And the kid freaked out and said, she's nothing. <laughs> says she but yeah so the kid like freaks out and says like in his face is beat red with rage she says and he's screaming you broke my stick 
And she, Aww. yeah, she's, she apologized and said she didn't know it was the one he had been playing with. She said, AKA pantomiming a mass shooting with. Oh. Yeah, because he was pretending to shoot everybody. And uh, he ran into their garage and came out with a sickle. Ah. Like you would use to cut tall grass with. He charged at me and pinned me to the outer wall of the house, managing to bring the blade up to my neck. Mm-hmm. I was struggling to keep him as I was struggling with him as hard as I could, gripping his arms and trying to keep the blade from reaching me. I kid you not. The thing that freaking saved me was his mom sticking her head out of the back door, four feet away from us and scolding me for playing too rough with her son. Uh, girl, you were get your child. Worst parenting ever. Still, it distracted him for a moment and I took the chance to kick him in the stomach and bolt. Mm-hmm. Get out of there, girl. I cleared the fence between our houses in seconds. No doubt he is in prison somewhere now, if we're all lucky, and his parents are wondering how their sweet angel ended up that way. <laughs> but this is why when stuff like this happens, you've got to pay attention and get your child the help they need. Yeah. You know, you can't just be, you know, this is, this is like Ted Bundy putting those knives all around his aunt. And who, who said anything about that? Who was like, we maybe need to seek mental health resources? Nobody. I said mental help, but I meant mental health resources. Okay, so this next story comes from someone who deleted their account. So it just says, unless they named themselves deleted, but I feel like, you know, (laughs) that's probably a stretch. So, so this person, whoever they were, said, I wouldn't say they were necessarily a killer that he had a close call with, but more along the lines of a human trafficker or someone whose intentions were to cause harm to me. So... I feel like we just need to say potential trigger warning. I can't remember exactly what all happens here, but I don't think it's, you know, but we may just need to put it out. Yeah. We had two for the last one too, I think. Or did we? No, we ended up. No, we ended up not. Yeah. The last reddits we didn't have to, but for this one we may, but it's nothing like hopefully too traumatizing. Obviously it will be for some people and that's understandable, but that's why we're saying it now. So she said about seven months, or they said about seven months ago, I drove from New York to Florida. I did this because I needed to be there for my dad earlier than anticipated before the rest of the family were to move down. So I did this alone. I was 19 and have never driven further than a three hour distance by myself. From New York to Florida. (laughs) That's days, isn't it? It's over 24 hours. It has to be because it's like, I don't know. It's like 15 to 17 from here. So Florida's a lot. Yeah. So you're literally going from one end of the state to the other end of the state of the United States, not the state. But anyway, so she hasn't, she's 19, hasn't driven longer than three hours by herself. And she said, I had made, my first stop in Maryland along the way to get gas at Wawa. Now y'all don't know what Wawa is, but it is this gas station that is up North and I've been to a Wawa. I love Wawa. Have you have, Oh, that's right. Cause you've been to New York and stuff. Wawa is, Wawa is great. They've got delicious little sandwiches, you know, Wawa. the Wawa. So, uh, I have not been to a Wawa. Yes. Well, yes, the Wawas are in the on the East Coast mainly. Um, so yeah, so she got gas at Wawa. 
and I began to realize absolutely how exhausted I was and decided I needed to call it for the night. So I looked up hotels and realized there was one within the same parking lot as this Wawa. So like she's right there at one. They refused to give me a room because I was not 21. Uh. Yeah, which, you know, that's how it is. But that sucks. Like, what are you going to do? So I walked back to my my tar. (laughs) I walked back to my car and started looking for a place that would take me in. I got lost in the midst of my unbearable anxiety while looking for places that I was unaware of how far away I was actually parked from the rest of the other cars, not accounting for anything that could possibly happen. Uh-uh. Yep. Out of my peripheral vision, I saw a man walking toward my car with a hoodie. Absolutely not. Yeah. Completely looked sketchy. Com- <laughs> completely just looked sketchy is what she said, but like, you know, they just were, uh-huh. was not looking good. He walked right up to my window and started asking me to roll it down. I had a seriously bad gut feeling about this and felt awful as it is and just asked him to go away politely. Because, you know, we always have to be nice. But mm-hmm. that don't mean nothing. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, like, we always have to be nice because we're women and that's how we're we're trained to be, like, sweet oh. and polite and be like, oh, I was like, no, I'm sorry. When people, like, come up to you instead of being like, no, go away. Like, get, get out of here. Get out of here. Okay. So he proceeded to try to open my door. I got really startled. And as I put my car into drive, I saw three other men step out of a van behind him, parked in an alleyway, and rush toward the car. Yeah. Okay. Okay. At this point, this guy was violently shaking my door handle. And as I drove away, he had attempted to walk in front of my car. And you would have got hit. Yeah. You better stop playing. Kathunk. I will. <laughs> Kathunk, better, don't look back. Kathunk, kathunk, please don't play with me. Um, but yeah, so uh, as she drove away, he had attempted to walk in front of her car. They chased me all the way toward the intersection where they eventually gave up. I'm not sure what would have happened if I had forgotten to lock my door while I was parked. Yeah, I was about to say she got lucky that she didn't forget. Right, that her door was locked. Yeah, I'm even more unsure of what would have happened if I decided to roll the window down. I ended up crying myself to sleep in a sketchy motel that night while a massive snowstorm hit Maryland, making my night tremendously worse. Mm-mm. I hate that for her. Like, that's... Oof. I would have went home. Mm. I'm going back to New York. But Maryland's a good chunk away. Like, she was... I mean, she wasn't halfway there by any means, but she was pretty far along the yeah. way, you know? Oof. But yeah, so... You have to be careful traveling alone. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I traveled during the day. Like, I would get up late at night. I'd get up in the middle of the night, but then I was just walking to my car, and then I would not stop until daylight. And then I would gas up and eat and do all that and keep driving. But I would make sure I was getting to a destination or leaving a destination in the middle of the night, and then the travel was all during the day because you can't play with people. People out here trying to get you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so the next one is by uh from Baron Boss or Baron Boss. I'm not sure. And they say, I'm sure this is going to get buried, but my boyfriend I guess in the Reddit thread. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh but my boyfriend's father had a close encounter with Belgian serial killer Freddie Horian? Horion? Horion? It looks like Horizon without the Z, so I'm gonna say Horion. First off, 
First off, he went to the same school as Horion, but was a couple of years younger. Then, when Horion was in the middle of his murder spree, boyfriend's father applied for a job. Since he had a car and another applicant didn't, he agreed to give the other person a ride home. They didn't drive off just yet, but were still discussing the exam when all of a sudden, boyfriend's father noticed something, someone running off in a frenzy. He recognized him as his old schoolmate, Freddie Horion. The following day, they heard that a murder had been committed right where they were parked. Uh Yeah. I mean, just think about that. Think about seeing somebody from school running and you're like, well, what's blah, blah, blah doing? And then the next day, it's like there was a murder at the location you were at. And you saw somebody you knew running away from the scene of the crime. Mm-mm, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh, he told the police what he knew, the boyfriend's dad. And they app- <laughs> they apprehended Horion and boyfriend's father had to identify him down at the police station. For some reason, the police guided both the boyfriend's her boyfriend's father and her Ryan to the door at the same time. Why would you do this? And she put in parentheses, this was the seventies. So her Ryan said to him, I know who you are. When I get out, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Cause he knew he was the one who did it. it. But he was sentenced to life and Mm. is still in prison as of this day. Dag. Yeah. Okay. So this next one, is by fit principal 8015 and it says i escaped a kidnapping once (gasps) yeah okay so Mm -hmm. she says i was 18 and lived in brazil brazil is notorious for what they call lightning kidnapping now i didn't look this up but i feel like do we have to well because it sounds like they kidnapping people in a flash we know the place i ain't gonna go right okay like so you know and brazil is beautiful but you it's you gotta be careful just like you gotta be careful you know everywhere but they've got something called lightning kidnapping yeah which is a lot so okay so my friend and I had gone to a club and lot. Then here we go, lying, lying to your parents and lied to my mom that her parents were driving us there. Because in Brazil, two girls in a car at 3 a.m. are easy targets. Yeah. But, you know, I was 18 and wanted to go to the club trying to live your life. But, sis, you got to watch out. So anyways, we were coming back at like four at 3 or 4 a.m. and driving on a dark road. The light turned red and my friend slowed down because, again... Nobody in Brazil stops on a red light at 3 a.m. So, okay, like, I'm finding out things that I didn't know about uh-huh. Brazil, but they're like, we're not slowing down. Like, we're slowing down, but that's we're it. Not we're not, you don't yet. stop because somebody could, I guess, be lurking in the corners. So, like, you know, they slow down. This car comes out of nowhere and hits our car hard. When we look out, two guys get out of the car with guns. So I yell at my friend, drive. Luckily, they hit us from the side slash behind, but didn't mess up the wheel. So she sped up and we escaped. Oh, wow. Yeah. Unlucky for me, my mom was waiting up and saw the state of the car. And I had to admit I lied. Oh, no. Yeah. She said, so I was grounded for a really long time and our necks were really sore. It's like, but you lived, girl. Yeah. You lived. She was like, (laughs) 
Unlucky for me, I had to tell my mom the truth and get grounded. But luckily, you were were able to tell your mom (laughs) that you lied. And she didn't have to find out because she had to call, you know, girl. So everybody just be careful. If you're young, don't. Don't lie to your parents and tell them you're going one place and then you go another because then no one knows where you are and then something bad could happen. So and you ain't got no help, right? Or no one looking for you, right? And like the first crucial hours of someone missing, yeah, because they're crucial. Okay, and so our last story is from Jambi friend or Jambi friend. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Okay. And so they said, wow, never thought this would be my time to shine. Oh. About having like a close call with a serial killer or something. So I was mugged by an underage person on hallucinogens. Yeah. They were babbling nonsense at me and flailing a large knife in my face. I turned to run and was stabbed. Oh. <gasps> Like, you're already stabbed at the, like, from the jump. Like, you have gotten stabbed, okay? And then all of this other stuff happens. So, the knife went through my lung, uh, a lung, my diaphragm, and lacerated my liver. Shut the front door. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I guess I should say trigger warning for this, too. Um, fight or flight kicked in, and I broke away and ran for a bit. But eventually, my lung decided not to work anymore, and I just dropped. This part, when I got to this part, I was like, oh, my God. Like, what is going to happen? Because yeah, cause you're tra- obviously- you can't run away anymore. You're stuck. You're literally, like, you, your body cannot take you any further. And you're yeah. not away from the person. And they're obviously, they obviously survived. Right. Because it's close calls. But they're like, oof. So, yeah. So they just dropped. He said, I sat there and the attacker just sat next to me, babbling nonsense. Uh Uh-uh. Yeah. I thought for sure they would kill me. And I pretty much gave up at that point. They had dropped the knife back at the location of the incident. Thank God. Someone thankfully called the police and an ambulance was there immediately. I almost died in trauma. But thankfully, for transfusions and amazing doctors, I survived. Because my blood pressure was so low, I couldn't be given any painkillers. So they closed up my lung and back with me awake. It was a pain I can't describe. That's crazy. That's horrific. That is. I would. Like... Mm -mm. How, like, how terrible. But wait, because this is where, you know, everything turns. So, because my assailant was mentally ill on drugs, which I was wondering if it was like a psychosis thing. Uh Um, But it says, because my assailant was mentally ill on drugs and underage, I had two choices. Charge them as an adult and have them face prison time or put them through an adolescent rehabilitation program. I don't believe prison does anything but make more prisoners, especially at that age. So I opted for rehab with mandatory probation. I'm happy to report my assailant has been doing much better and has cleared up their life. They're back on the right track. So in a way, I'm glad I made my choice. But there are days of anger and PTSD symptoms that make me second guess. Mm. I've been in therapy since the incident and I'm doing much better. That's good. Yeah. 
I thought that was really big of them to be able to recognize that this person was mentally ill. Yeah, because well, you're mentally ill in prison. You don't, you don't get help. Yeah. No, not really. I mean, you know, like not they the have help things. You need. Yeah, like well, and yeah, like he needed. They needed to go to, you know, the rehabilitation program and. Like, I don't know how they know this about the person unless they're, like, keeping tabs on them. But, like, they can see that they're actually doing well and they're happy for them. Um, I just thought that was really cool and, you know, really um, a really upstanding thing to way to be. Because I don't know if I could be that way. You know? You just don't know. I mean, I've never been in a situation like that. So... But those are my Reddit close calls. Those were good. I liked them. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I thought they were pretty. I thought they were pretty good. You know, I hope nobody we have listening or run into or are friends with ever get in this situation. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I do like hearing from people who have survived mm-hmm. stuff like this. So I thought it was pretty cool. Y'all. Right. Well, y'all, like I said at the beginning, we are going to take a little break. It's going to be in March. So this will be your last episode until April 5th, but we'll be back before you know it. And like I said, it's probably still going to be bi-weekly, but we are wanting to go back to weekly. So it's not something that's, you know, out of the options for the future. We're just... Right keeping ourselves sane <laughs> yeah <laughs> right now so you know that's just what is going on but if you have any questions comments concerns suggestions listener tales that you want to send us email them to us at a million murders at gmail.com you can check out our instagram of the pictures of the cases that we cover and you can also jump on our facebook page and see updates if we don't forget to update right Alrighty, well, thank you all so much for tuning in. And we hope you come back for a million million more. more. Bye. Bye. See you on April 5th. See ya.